I left my failing business that resulted in thousands of dollars of debt and almost killed my passion for entrepreneurship to set out on a journey to build a business I could enjoy doing the rest of my life. I went all in to learn a new skill and found myself in the world of funnel marketing. Now I get to talk to entrepreneurs who are creating mass movements and empowering others. I don't know how I'll do it yet, but I know I want to join them. Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. Hey everyone, on this episode, I have Steven Summers. He is a five-time two-comma club winner, an eight-figure serial entrepreneur. He is the co-founder of Marketplace Superheroes, an online education and services company that helps people across the world learn how to sell their own products globally on Amazon from complete scratch. He has sold over 12 million of products with his partner, Robert Ricky, on Amazon and have helped over 4,000 people learn to do the same. I'm so happy to have you here, Stephen, because I think we all have so much to learn from you and your experiences. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited about this. I love the show. I love what you're doing. So hopefully I can contribute massively today, provide a lot of lessons. And I'm an open book. You can ask me whatever you want, and I will give you an answer to whatever you want. (laughs) Awesome. So let's start with your story of how you got into your business, how you, how you began in entrepreneurship to begin with. How, how did that all look for you? Yeah, no problem at all. So I'll split this into two parts. I'll cover the first business and I'll cover the, what we're going to talk about today a lot more, which is Marketplace Superheroes. So uh, yeah, I am 32 years old now. I live in Ireland in a little town called Wexford, just to give people some context. And basically, I, my entrepreneur journey started when I was much younger. I was in my teens. I was playing music. My whole dream was to be a rock star, which, you know, you might have guessed didn't work out for me. Uh, that said, though, I learned a lot of lessons along the way. And I was you know, doing gigs and I was organizing gigs. And I was really trying to go down that line. And I basically got to a place where I said, if the music doesn't work, I'm going to get into business in some way. So cutting a long story short, I got to my late teens. I did two years uh, study of business in college, left college thought I was smart enough to go and do the music thing full time. So I basically got a job in a government department as a data processor, which is incredibly boring. Uh, but I got that during the day and then basically did the, the music at nighttime. So I did that for a couple of years, you know, made some inroads, did okay. Uh, but, you know, for a number of reasons, it just didn't work out. So I was in my you know early 20s at this point, band broke up. I thought, my destiny that I think I thought I was really going to do was gone. But of course I did say, well, look, I'll try getting into business if that doesn't work out. So it took me a long time though. I got pretty depressed and I started drinking too much, eating too much, got fat and lazy. I stuck in my job, stuck in a rut. And basically I found personal development at that time. And that really helped me get from where I was, which was not in a good place to moving towards something a lot more healthy. So again, cutting the story short again, as a lot happened, I basically uh, started looking online for opportunities. How do I make money online? How do I do all of these different things? And again, like a lot of people listening, I started to find a lot of things that, let's just say, were a little bit shady. So, you know, basically these weird, scammy online products that were just all I could find. They seemed like they were the only opportunities that I could do. So I started going down the line of, you know, well, maybe I'll just 
teach people how to make money and I've never made any money before, which didn't make any sense. But I started going down that line because it was really desperate and had no idea how to start a business. And I just, I just got to a point of one day where I was typing up a sales letter and I was like, I'm a complete fraud. I've never done this before. So thankfully I never put anything out there. And basically just said to myself, like, I'm not an expert in anything. I don't have any of these big skills that I, other people have. I have an interest in marketing. I was studying direct marketing, but what's a business that I can get involved in where I don't need to be the expert. And the only logical thing I could think of was selling physical products because I didn't have to be all of those things. So I started searching for solutions there, bought a lot of programs that didn't work for me. And it was only when I found this guy, Robert, who's still my business partner today, did things take off for me because uh, I was introduced from my aunt. She had heard I wanted to get into business and basically just said, this guy can help you. He's selling on Amazon. He's selling on eBay. I think you could really get on well with him. So I basically went to his, up to his warehouse. It was cold. There were rats. But for the first time in my life, I saw, you know, real products being sold to real people. And that really excited me. So I'm going to cut the story kind of short because we're going to talk more about Marketplace today. Well, basically, I started working for Robert for nine months for free, learning the ropes. I then applied a lot of my direct marketing knowledge of copywriting and things like that to improve our Amazon listings, to improve the marketing of our listings. And essentially, he had a business with two, two, two warehouses, lots of staff. We got rid of all that. We focused on Amazon together, just the two of us. We got rid of everybody. We started finding brand new products. And within about 12 months of really hard work, we got that business to about... 1.4, $1.5 million in revenue yearly on Amazon and it grew from there. And, and that's at a bit of 30% net profit for anybody from the marketplace superheroes world listening who's saying, where's the profit? So anyway, from there then did that for a few years with Robert, you know, we got bored. We had a really passive business. We were doing well, but ultimately like I just felt like, you know, there's a lot of people out there who were like me trying to figure out how to get started, trying to find a business where they're not an expert in something necessarily, just trying to find a way. And so I saw a lot of, a lot of other people teaching it, Robert and I did. We felt we had our own way of doing things and we decided to start our own company teaching it back in, it was 2014 we started, but we really only launched properly in 2015. So, you know, kind of going from there, fast forwarding, Marketplace Superheroes, it's an eight figure business now. We run a freight company called Superhero Freight, where we do all our shipping for our members. We have an accountancy firm we're building called Superhero Office. And we've obviously got a really successful coaching and training business with our clients. And as you mentioned, well over 4,000 clients now. Won a lot of two comic club awards, click funnels. And, you know, really just blessed to be here. And at this point, you know, excited to share lessons with this audience, which maybe want to know how do we build that company? How have we become successful? And I can share whatever you want on that front, no problem, because my day job is Marketplace Superheroes. That's how we, how we make our money. And I, and I just love being able to share the real insights on this stuff as well. That's awesome. So you basically built like an all-in-one place for people to come that want to follow in the footsteps that you took. And you, it sounds like you offer everything that they need to actually start yeah. their business. And that's what, that's what you, what you say is that you help, help them create these eight figure businesses from scratch. Like they don't even have to know anything about, <laughs> about anything. And they were like yeah. you, where you didn't feel like you were an expert in yeah. anything and you just needed something that you could go and do. And, and in turn that made you become an expert which is really, really cool that, that this industry, the online marketing world, like you can jump into something not yes. knowing anything 
and take all the information you're learning on the way and become the expert. I think that's just like the most awesome business model ever. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And you know, the, the, I suppose the, the thing about being in the expert industry and there's so many great teachers in that world now, uh, but the thing about it is that a lot of people who build these expert businesses, they don't build them in a way where they're kind of scalable into the future. So as you said, yeah, like one of our goals was uh, to really differentiate ourselves from everybody else in our space. So there's some great people in the Amazon space, uh, there really are. But there's also people out there, like any expert space, who like they only want to teach people stuff, which is great. But I think that in order to be to build a kind of a bigger business, if you want to go beyond the lifestyle business, you've got to start offering real tangible things, services that people really need in order to get the most from your advice. And for us, you know, the freight business was a really logical progression. And this all comes from, by the way, Jay Abraham's, you know, three ways to grow a business, right? There's only three ways. You can get more prospects, more customers. You can increase your average transaction value. And the third way is you can sell to your customers. Uh, you can help them with more solutions, more and more. So that's basically what we've done. Like we've just always looked at, uh, as a lot of really good teachers have said out there, like people like Steve Larson and Russell Brunson, all those guys who I know you, you know very well. You know, they always say whenever you solve a, prob a problem, you create a problem. And so true in the expert industry, we teach people things and then it's like, they have all these other steps they have to take outside of the advice. And I think a lot of times it's easy just to be like, well, you can get help over here and over here and refer people. But what's even more powerful as you grow your business and your team is you can actually take those things on. And that's what's helped us scale way faster because all that business we would have been passing away to other freight companies, we, we now have that business and we're able to do it in a much better way. We're able to save our members so much money on the shipping and more importantly, we've actually built it in a way that it's kind of like it's in line with our teaching business. In other words, the quality is there. We built an online software platform for them. You know, we've done things that nobody in our industry, in the freight industry as well, are doing simply because we understand our customers. And that's really exciting for anybody listening and you're looking for ways to grow your business. I mean, I can give you a ton of ways, but that's just some we've done. So you've been able to uh, become a two comma club winner five times now. Is this because of Marketplace Superheroes or is it a mix of that and something else? Yeah, it's all a mix. You know, the, the, the whole thing is that uh, when you look at the value ladder in a business, right? So obviously you got your entry level, then you've got your middle of your value ladder up to your high ticket, etc. All these different funnels are what essentially have made up our different two comma club awards. So we've won an award for our main core program, our core Amazon teaching program, our 997. We've won an award for our $5,000 coaching program. We've won another award for another $5,000 program we have. We've won an award for uh, our, our freight company. We got the seven figures within our first year. Um, we've won an award for one other thing, which is evading my brain right now. I, I, I can't think which one it is. It's another form that we had <laughs> anyway. Too many you've lost. There's a few. I, it just, <laughs> but basically, you know, I, I, I think that in this industry as well, it's, it's really important to remember, you know, you're serving people at the end of the day, right? And I myself, sometimes it's easy to get carried away focusing on metrics and, you know, trying to grow your business and all of that. And the real value like is we know we help people build a global Amazon business. Like we know that's our core uh, place that we've got to be. And then we start looking at all those other problems. And from there we can create our other funnels from there. 
So essentially, we've ascended people in multiple different ways in the business, and it's just so natural. It doesn't feel weird for people. It's just like that's the next logical progression. And I think a really great lesson for anybody listening, like with, with your funnels, is like you've got to have an outcome for a program. So our 997, our core program, that teaches you how to get launched on Amazon. So you're launching your business. Then it's like, well, what if I want more help? I want some hands-on help, some hands-on support, some, some ongoing support. Well, then it makes sense for people to upgrade to our $5,000 program because then you get a ton of help and, and you get, we actually give them a lot of things like some shipping credits and things like that that nobody else does because we have these businesses. So essentially, like we're always doing things like that. Where can we provide the value? Because at the end of the day, the thing we've seen is if, they, if we don't give them the coaching and the help, they're probably going to go somewhere else. And then if they go somewhere else, they're probably not going to have the same belief we do about how to grow the business in the same way. So it's always about as you're growing your business, how can we manage everything? And how can we, how can we also keep people retained inside our ecosystem? And it's not a negative thing. It's actually a really good thing because you know then that as you provide more of those solutions, the quality, everything is just, is just going to be world-class. Whereas the minute, the minute other people start getting involved, you know, they could be telling your clients anything, you know? So that, that reminds me, I interviewed uh, Bill Crane recently and he said something that, that you just reminded me of is like, if, if I don't provide what my clients or customers need and don't put myself out there to serve them in the ways that they need, then they're going to go somewhere else yes. and they're not going to be served in the best way that I could have. Like, so that's, that's basically what you're saying is like, by providing all of these things that they need for their business, they're staying yeah. with you. And ultimately that's in their best interest because exactly. you are doing the best job that, you know, they're, they're going to get the best value from you. They're going to be able to grow their business in a better way, sticking with you. Um, yeah, and it's, it, it's a strategy of preeminence, right? You know, like we, we, we're the best advisor that we possibly can be. And we, we help our clients make the best decisions possible for them. And honestly, some, sometimes, by the way, uh, just to give a really boring example, but it's a good one. Like in the freight world, you know, for those of you listening, if you're interested in getting into Amazon, great. If not, it's still relevant to you. And that basically is like, if, if somebody comes to me and says, I want to do a full container of this product, I would say, well, our freight company are not the best solution for you. You should do your own container because you're going to get a better, a better price there. Now, that's, that's what it's all about. That's like advising your client in the right way. So sometimes it's okay that you don't make the sale. It's sometimes okay to refer people to somebody else who will serve them, but they'll always remember that you were the person that gave them that initial breakthrough. And that's huge in this industry that we're in. You know, it's all about how can I create a breakthrough? What's the message I need to give this person in order to help them create the breakthrough? And, and, and that's just huge. And that's, that's one of the things that you've mentioned to me that you focus on in your business is like building your business with complete integrity. And, um, and in turn, that, that creates this following that just love you, love your message, what you're all about. And um, so that's, that's one of the ways that you've been able to do that is just yeah. obviously serving what's best for them first. Um, yes. What, what other ways have you been able that have, have you realized are like best practices yeah. that maybe you're not seeing other people do? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think for us, honestly, uh, I'm not talking about anybody else here. I would say for us, it's like, we just have to tell the truth at all times. And I think in the marketing industry, it's really easy to like 
overhype things like some people do. Uh, we, we really don't overhype things and it's probably cost us a lot of sales, but it's, it's a good thing because the last thing I want is somebody coming into our world, learning our methodology of building a business on Amazon. And then, you know, it doesn't match up. The, the reality of their experience doesn't match up with what we said to them whenever they were coming into the program. So that's the thing for us. It's like when you're building a, a physical product business online versus a digital business, a, a digital business can scale very quickly. A consulting business can scale very quickly, right? Because you're, you're dealing with different variables. Whereas when you're into a physical business, no matter if you're selling on Amazon or anywhere, there's just certain realities of that. Like, you know, when you, it takes time to produce an item. It takes time to import an item. These are just realities that you, you can't really avoid. It's like we're building our YouTube channel right now. And the reality of that is even though we have an audience, it just takes time to build that asset. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's a slow burn. So that's, that's the thing. It's like being honest, even, even in situations where, you know, it's not going to be the most sexy thing to say at that moment, but it's important. That's really important for us. What else has helped us grow our business in, in that respect? It's, it's been identifying really clearly what are our clients' actual problems. Like I used to skip all the avatar exercises years ago. I was like, ah, oh, no, no one cares what TV channel they're watching. No one cares what magazines are reading. But as you grow your, as you, when you start your business, you can kind of get away with not doing that stuff. But as you really start to scale your business, you've got to really understand your audience very deeply because you'll get to a point where the place you were getting your clients from it dries up, right? And you've got to be able to go and find where are the other pockets of traffic on the internet where my ideal client is hanging out right now. And so the only way you can do that is by understanding your clients. A good example for us, honestly, one of the reasons we do these podcasts, number one, I love sharing the knowledge with people who, who are listening that are like me, who are just starting. That's huge for me. Uh, but honestly as well, number two, I know like my target audience don't really hang out on e-commerce podcasts which is crazy. Like you'd be thinking, surely they would be hanging out in e-commerce podcasts, but they don't because an e-commerce podcast, it's more like the, the specifics around, you know, oh, improving your return on ad spend on Facebook. My audience are older. They're working in, in a job right now. They don't like, they want to get freedom. They want all those things. So they look for those solutions in, in more of the general uh, how to build a business online places. And that's a, that was a huge realization for me. So for those of you listening, it's like really understand uh, who is this person. And, and, you know, as we all do, right, the avatar exercise, we get the picture of the person, we write their story. It's so interesting that now, uh, a few years later, we have these different programs and we have these different avatars for each program. And that's another way we've grown our business. We've understood, well, this person here who is starting uh, from scratch, they've never had a business before, they're not going to be ready to you know, jump into our coaching program. They want to have an, a, a do-it-yourself program where they can get help from our support community, but they don't, they, they're not ready yet for this next level. Uh, equally then, there's people out there who they really want the solution right now. They know that Amazon is the business they want, the platform they want to build a business on. So we've got to have a message for those people. And then there's the other people there, and this is a huge realization I hope everybody gets today, I used to listen to people saying things like, don't sell a, a $10 product or a $5 product because you're only going to create uh, bad buyers. And I'm here to tell you that is complete nonsense in my experience. And I'll tell you why. Because when you reframe your whole business to opening a relationship with somebody rather than selling them a product, 
then you see like, well, that makes complete sense. Like even for yourself, Susan, like how many times have you bought, say a book from somebody and maybe you've ended up buying a $2,000 program. Have you done that before? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so have I, loads of times because it makes sense, right? Like I, I, we're in the place now it's, it's, you know, internet is, is evolving. We need to figure out like, is somebody full of, you know what or not? And, and if they are full of it, well then at least I can, I can buy in at $5, $10, whatever. I can figure that out. So we put that into our business quite a while ago and it's been amazing. It's really enabled us to serve way more people. People have got a taste for what we do and then they've understood. Yeah. Like I actually want to join your program now because I can see that's really going to solve my problem. You know? Yeah. I think a lot of people do say like, it's kind of a waste of time to start with that lower product. Would you say that, yeah. well, yes, this is important and you do need it. It's not the place to start. Yes. <laughs> I think that's yeah. probably the key is like, yeah. don't start at the bottom of your value yeah. ladder. Cause then you're going to be like spinning your wheels, not getting anywhere. Yes. It's something no, to add later. No, you're hundred percent right. Yeah. You got to start at the middle of the value ladder. Absolutely. And then if you think about it, like, one of the best books, Ready, Fire, Aim, Michael Masterson, AKA Mark Ford, you know, he talks about, and a lot of people have talked about it since people like Russell Brunson and all have talked about it. And it's great, which is, you know, the four stages to grow your business, right? So zero to a million, a million to 10, 10, uh, 10 to 50, I think it is. And then if it's 200. So, so a lot of people like, and here's the thing, a lot of people are in the zero to 1 million range and, and some people never get out of there. And that's fine, by the way. You don't have to have a, a business that's doing 4 million, 5 million, 10, 10 million a year. Cause I can tell you from experience, like it's great, but also you've got to have like a bigger reason why you want to do that. You can't just, I just want to get to 4 million a year. Cause it just gets to a point where if, if you're in this for, for complete freedom, that's all your goal is. I would say don't build a business to do four or 5 million a year. Cause it's just, it's not going to help you achieve your personal goals. But that's stated, you know, you got to understand where you are. So if you're into the zero to 1 million range, yeah, like you've got to start with your, your middle of your value ladder, your, your thousand dollar program, whatever it is. And then when you get to that million plus, then I, that's the perfect time to start moving back. And the reason again, just for that is quite simple. It's that you've just got to keep on finding ways to, uh, to, to help more people see what you're doing. And basically my goal now, which is not going to be a goal for everybody, but my goal at this point in our business is how can I open relationships with as many people as possible? How can I open buying relationships with as many people as I possibly can? Whereas when I was starting, my thing was how can I simply acquire customers and acquire a list? Because that's the other side of this as well that I was never told. It's like acquiring customers. Like if that's your goal, selling a thousand dollar program isn't actually a very good way to do that. Cause if you think about it, uh, only maybe, 3% of a registration list on a webinar or 6% will buy that, right? So you've got 94 to 97% who don't buy anything. So that's not what that's for. What it's actually for a thousand dollar plus program, it's, it's to allow you to build a list and, and build a customer list, yes, but also to build a, a subscriber list that is break even as we know, or maybe slightly profitable at the front. And I think that's it. It's like at every stage of your business, you've got to know, number one, what, what are you in the business for? But then you got to know, well, what's my objective right now in the business? And again, from those, those two answers that will give you, well, what should I be selling right now? And what should I be doing right now? So even for me, like at this point in, in our business, my focus now is very much on getting the message out to more people. 
I told you just before we went down, Susan, today, you know, we're building our YouTube channel. And again, for us, that was a mistake. Like we, we, we built a really successful business and it's continuing to be more successful all the time, thankfully. But at the same time, we, we neglected a lot of things like building an organic presence on places like YouTube. And we get a lot of clients from YouTube through affiliate partners, but, but they're the ones that are actually creating the traffic for us, which is great that we have such great relationships. But, you know, we, we need to have a little more of a presence on those platforms so that we're not fully reliant on other people. And obviously paid ads are great. We do a lot of paid ads. But I think for me as well, sometimes there's way too much of an emphasis on paid ads. Organic is almost like forgotten about. And I'm here to tell you now, don't forget organic, like pick a platform and really get good at that platform on organic. And then whenever that grow, grows a bit, move on to other platforms. But I, I feel like that's something we left out for a long time. Uh, and it's, it was a mistake. I 100% agree. And I've been noticing that with um, for, you know, when I got into the whole online marketing funnel world, it was like all about paid ads. Like that's going to grow your business the fastest. Um, but you know, when you're starting out, you don't have money for paid ads. So it was like, well, try it, then lose a lot of money because you don't have enough to like get it going and testing things. Yeah. And so it was hard because everyone's talking about paid ads and it's like, well, I can't do that. <laughs> so I've been noticing yeah. since I started this podcast, the more and more people that I'm talking to, there is like this resurgence of teaching people like you need to be doing organic you know, networking and organic traffic the best that you can because ads is something that should come later after you have seen some success in your business and you actually have money to put into it. So um, yeah, that's it, definitely something people struggle with because I've talked to a lot sure. of my peers. They're like, I can't have a successful business because I can't do paid ads. <laughs> it's like, well, well, you don't have you don't, to. <laughs> no, you're right. And I'm going to tell you something. Uh, for, for the first year of our business, we never did ads. You know, now it's a while ago this happened, but it doesn't matter. It's still relevant today. Uh, we went to events. That was a phenomenal way to meet other people who are peers, as you mentioned. Other people who are building their own audiences, right? And other people who, I'll give you a good example. I met a, met a great guy called David Schloss, uh, awesome Facebook advertiser, really well known now in the online industry. Uh, and David and I, we both met each other in Orlando years ago when we were nobodies. Uh, people some <laughs> would still say we're still nobodies, but you know, we were absolute nobodies. And uh, we got to know each other. And basically, he is still do, he does my ads today. You know, it's, it's years later. And, and that's number one. But then he introduced us to a huge affiliate who completely blew up our business to begin with. And if not for him and me going to events, that never would have happened. So for anybody listening now, if you're starting out, honestly, the best thing you can do, and I'm, I'm still doing this to this day, it's like I go to legal experts in the Amazon space and we, we build a relationship and it's like, well, how can we create a referral pathway to us? How can we re refer people to you? And so some people call it Dream 100. There's many different things you can call it. But getting into other people's platforms, providing value, not going in there just to sell something, go in there and actually try to help people, which is what we did when we started. You'll be amazed what you can do because here is the reality. Paid ads, it's the outer periphery of trust you, that you have with somebody when they come in through a paid ad. Whereas when somebody comes in through a content piece, like what we're doing today or a YouTube video or something like that, they're infinitely better leads. So content oriented leads, they're content originated leads rather, they're 10 times better, number one, absolutely. Number two, endorsed or referral based leads 
are 10 times better than ad leads, but they're just in some ways cases not as scalable. So it's like when you're starting, that's fine. You're just trying to get as many people onto your audience as you possibly can. So yeah, you, you literally, is it more work? Absolutely. But that's what you got to do to start a business. So I fully agree with what you're saying. I did it and I still do it. And in fact, we're putting a team on it more and more now because we see with data, the actual importance of it as time has gone on. It's, it's unbelievably important. So you mentioned earlier that your like one of your personal goals in your business is to um, open up communication with more people and um, like like what we're doing now. Do you have um, as your business as a whole? What, where are you guys moving towards? What are you working on now? Is there any next step that you have? Another two comma club funnel. <laughs> yeah, well, we're always uh, reinventing our business. And so I'll give you an example of that. So we have a, a $5,000 coaching program called Origin, which we won a two comma, top two comma club award for. We, we only started it last year. And it's funny, like, I mean, it's a, that's an amazing program. People get some one-to-one -one help and stuff like that. And people love it. And it's been awesome. But at the same time, there's other people who they want a lot of what's in that program. Uh, they maybe just can't afford in their brain just yet. They're not ready to do a $5,000 program. And I see way too many people out there just being like, well, just sell two things in your business, a high ticket and a mastermind. And that's it. And honestly, like, I think that's crazy advice. If it works for some people, I think that's great and all power to them. But the truth is most of your list is going to go unmonetized from a tech, from a financial point of view, but more so in a personal point of view, they're not going to be helped by you. They're going to go to somebody else. So, so for example, we recently engineered a new offer called a catalyst program. It's a $2,000 program. You get a lot of what's in origin. We strip out the one-to-one -one help and a couple of other things, but it's an amazing program. The value is outrageous. And so, yeah, like we, we literally put that together. I put a new webinar together and we just started enrolling people into that lately. So we're constantly adding new programs into our business. Uh, another example, we're partnering up with another company called Tactical Arbitrage in our industry. These guys have got an amazing software. It teaches people how to basically build an arbitrage business on Amazon the right way. They've got a huge, I mean, a huge database in there. It's pretty amazing. And so I said to them, well, look, there's a lot of people in our world who want to learn that we don't teach it. We can't teach it. We don't do it. Let's partner. You use your software to teach people how to do it. You give them the education they need. Now we have a new program in our world. We can help more people, people who maybe in their, in their mind are not ready for private labeling yet. They go and they start this. It's a way into the industry for them. And so on and on, we're constantly evolving. We're constantly moving uh, because that's what, that's what our audience need. You know, they, they are and they constantly want new ways to, to get into an industry. They want new ways to add income streams into their business. And so, yeah, we're, we're moving all the time. Like I'm, we're, we're creating new front end programs almost every month now, you know? That's amazing. I mean, that's what you have to do because especially when you're focused on figuring out the best ways to serve your tribe, your customers, your yeah. audience, like you have to have something basically at every level that, that, cause everyone's at a different level. Exactly. And so you have to keep, figuring out more ways to serve them. And you mentioned something earlier in the interview, um, something that has always stood out to me. It's probably the most memorable thing I've ever learned from Steve Larson is that like when you've created something, like when you're selling somebody to something, you're creating more problems for them. And you yep. seem like you've taken that and like that's become like the 
the base of your business is you you're creating yeah. problems for them and now how do we solve them like you're the yep. really great example your business is a great example of of how to take that advice and actually yeah. put it into action <laughs> yeah and that's and that's the essence of marketing you know peter drucker would say the the function of marketing is to make selling superfluous right and then if you want to take it on another level the function of marketing is simply to solve people's problems that's how i see it that's the that's the function of business you know another good friend of mine one of the best email marketers in the world, Andre Chaperon. Uh, he's amazing, amazing guy. You know, that's all, that's his, his big thing. It's always like, we don't create products. We create solutions to people's problems. And so, yeah, I've had that belief for like 10 years now and, you know, I've really embodied it in probably the last two years, more so than ever. And that's it. Like, even if you're selling plastic shoe boxes on Amazon, by the way, you're solving somebody's problem. I know it's hilarious, like, but it's true. They have a storage problem. Their house is a mess, right? And I think that's the other thing. Like, people at all different levels and all different businesses will be listening to this podcast. And for you, like whatever your business is, it doesn't matter what you're doing. As long as you're solving a problem, that's the business. Like I even see people now, you know, teaching people how to get better at playing Minecraft and like Fortnite. And you know, we can, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like, but I mean, honestly, that's, you're solving a problem. There's a kid out there who's like, I'm getting killed by all my friends all the time. I'm losing. I'm not upgrading as fast as other people. I want to solve this problem. And then you provide the solution with, with your knowledge. Like that's amazing. And that was never have been impossible. Even, even five years ago, even honestly, even 10 years ago, definitely not. So we're in this amazing world now, but the, the key is like, there's, there's, you've got to take the lessons from people. Like you mentioned, you know, I've been studying for even longer, but I get, I get lots of inspiration all the time from Russell, from Steve, from Todd Brown, from Jay Abraham, from all these different people that I, I listen to. And they all will tell you like, if you solve people's problems and that's all you, you focus on the person, you can't go wrong. So yeah. I love that. Steven, thank you so much for joining us today. Where can people come and find you if they want to check out Marketplace Superheroes or just follow you and, and learn? Yeah glean more information from you. Sure. So uh, yeah, marketplacesuperheroes.com for the, the Amazon kind of side of things. Uh, stevensummers.com uh, for just my own site. Uh, it's something I'm building. I'm, I'm more so in the marketplace world, but I do help some businesses in this world now. Uh, and also, you know, obviously YouTube, check out Marketplace Superheroes. And I'm on, I'm on Instagram as well, Stephen J. Summers. I'm in this place now where I really am focused on service. So do feel free to hit me on Instagram. I've got a very small following there. So it's probably a good time to message me there. I'll happily respond uh, with an audio message most likely. And again, Susan, I'd just like to thank you today for having me here. I hope I provided value and I really enjoyed speaking with you today. Yeah. Thank you so much, Steven. Thank you for listening to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. If you're loving what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review to help others like you discover the show. Do you have a course or info product that you're trying to get out into the world and make an impact, but you're struggling to figure out how to do that? I know that it can be hard and that's why I want to get on a free call with you. So you can tell me your goals, what you're trying to accomplish, what message you're trying to get out there into the world and see if I can help you come up with a plan and really figure out how to sell what you have to offer to truly amplify your impact and empower others. To jump on that call with me, go to susanleonardson.com forward slash discover.